This is Terrence Alexander with Real Business Talk. We promise to give you all the business. And this is Israel Wright, also here with Real Business Talk TV. Excited to be able to bring on this beautiful individual who's gonna give us some insight on the stuff that we don't know about being a woman in business. Let's go. Always <laughs> I'm pleased to interview you. I want to ask you a couple of questions about how did you grow up? Mm, how did I grow up? Um, so I was born in Seattle, uh, raised uh, from Seattle. I moved to uh, Conyers for a little minute. Then I was raised in Gwinnett County. Um, so for me, growing up in Gwinnett, I now appreciate it as an adult because, you know, it, it's like being in uh, all over the world in one little area. Like I had friends from Jordan, I had friends from Kenya, Nigeria, I had friends from Turkey, you know, uh, a friend from uh, Korea. And you know, I was in the first grade using my first <laughs> uh, metal chopsticks, you know, it's just things like that, you know, kind of helped me grow up and be able to, to uh, put myself into the world and I can vibe with any type of culture. Um, and that's just who I am. Like, I like to tell people, I'm like a chameleon. I can vibe and I am still who I am, but in any different colors, wherever I'm at, I'm going to switch colors. <laughs> so so back, yeah. back when you moved to Georgia, was you into entrepreneurship or how did you get like the mindset to get into entrepreneurship? That's good. Um, my mom has always been an entrepreneur, but my dad, straight up, he's a, you know, radiologist, like into, you know, go to school, Go, you know, graduate, go to college, you know, the typical, you know, but my mom has always been an entrepreneur and I started off actually as a farm tech. So my goal was to be a pharmacist. Um, and then while I was working at Publix Pharmacy, um, McBride and McBride, Mr. McBride came, he's actually the owner of Design Essentials. Mm. He saw my hair just flowing and going and he was like picking up his prescription. He looked at me, he said, your hair is always nice when I come up here. He said, what products do you use? And I was like, Design Essentials. <laughs> and wow. he was like, that's crazy, that's mine. He was like, you know who I am? And I'm like, yeah, Mr. McBride. And he was like, yeah, I'm the owner. I'm wow. the creator of Design Essentials. And he was like, get back into it. So I started talking to him about my first love of doing hair. So I was doing hair on the side. And then from there, it just was like, I made, one day I made everything, like my whole check, um, my Publix check in one day doing hair. And that's what made me jump off the porch. Now, what age is this? I was 21. So I um, got married young. I was 18, um, fresh out of uh, college. I mean, set of fresh out of high school, um, got married, had a baby. So I was young. Um, and around like 21, 22 is when I kind of, you know, jumped the full, into entrepreneur. full entrepreneur. Yeah. Tell yeah. us some of your struggles. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, look, it's a, some it's of them, a couple of them. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah. It's been nothing but struggles, but I've learned from every one of, like, every piece of my struggles. I would say just um, marketing and staying true to my brand and finding out my niche, like, finding out what works for me and staying to that. And, um, you know, as I went from just having, being a suite owner to a full business owner, like I have a building and I'm hiring other people, I had to learn to separate personal from business. I love people to my core and I will always kind of tap into heavy and caring about their needs. And then it will, you know, put a damper on my business and I'm sacrificing personal, you know, for my business and it just, 
you know, so I would say for me, the struggle has been just keeping business business. Okay. And what age was you when you had your first biggest failure? Mm. My first biggest failure was my first shop on um, Chambly Tucker. It was my first baby, my first brick and mortar. It was 2,000 square feet. I was 23. When oh, I got okay. that. Yeah, I was Congrats very nervous. Thank right. you. Thank you. Sure. It was um, called So Unique Beauty Lounge. And I had a big, huge mural. Around that time, my cousin was murdered um, on the east side, and she was only 20. And, you know, I don't have a lot of death in my family. So that really tore my family apart because I had a dream a year prior that she something like this was gonna happen. And she sat in my chair a week before she got murdered and I was telling her about my dream. And she knows my family, we're very discerning people. When we say something, it's like, it's gonna come to pass. And she said, oh, cuz I'm good. And a week later, I'm in the pharmacy and I my phone's going off and I look down and I see it and I'm like, <gasps> oh, my God. oh my God. So I literally yeah, that, lost. That probably made everything. Oh yeah. my God, but it drove me. That was the year that I actually, you know, was like, all right, I'm about to go get my license. And I took my test and I passed it with flying colors. So it motivated me and me having that first shop, my mural was her. It was the beauty of her, everything. She was the inspiration behind yeah. the shop. Yeah. yeah, it was her. And I had one of everything. I had a clothing boutique, I had nails, facials, I had braids, I had makeup. Um, I had everything all in one, and it was like a little mini lounge. Um, so y'all so, here, y'all at 23. She was getting <laughs> hard. She was getting active. Yes, yeah. yes. So that was my first failure because, I mean, I think that my ego got in the way. You know, I was like, oh yeah, I'm about to pop my stuff, da 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 And I went too far and I lost sight of my foundation, which was God. Mm. I lost sight of the will of his way his what he wants me to do i lost sight of that real quick because i got so excited oh my god i got this big beautiful shop everybody loves it and i had so many celebrity at the time i was doing a lot of celebrity hair and i had so many celebrity events it was just pretty big and i failed because i lost a lot of my tenants i couldn't pay the rent of my own i even lost a lot of clientele and um i just was like i don't know what to do like this was my pride and joy now i have to let it go so i had to let that business go and that year, I lost everything. So what was your, well, go ahead. You say you lost everything. <laughs> I Tell lost everything. Lost. This was 2015. I lost my, my car, I lost my shop, and I lost my apartment. I was literally homeless. Mm. Yeah. So what was, your, what was your bounce back like? And then how long was that from your failure to your next thing? So 2015 um, was my bounce back. It was kind of like a uphill, you know. I how finally long got, would you say? I, I was about a year, maybe less than a year. Um, I <laughs> I started writing down, that's when I got into the law of attraction and uh, manifestation and writing things down. So I wrote down everything I wanted, right? Um, 2015, I got my first like really nice apartment. It was all stainless steel appliances. It was gorgeous. Um, I got back into another shop. I had my own suite at the time. It wasn't my own building, it was my own suite right down here on 14th street. Okay. Um, and you know, got me a Lexus. I was, I okay. was, yeah, I was going <laughs> up here. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah back. I bounced back. I'm like, all right. And then one day I was just sitting down and I was going through all my junk and I was like, oh, that's the book I wrote my stuff in. And I literally read it and everything I put down to the T, I was actually sitting and standing in you know, walking in and living in. And it was just like, okay, there is power in manifestation, but it, you can't just manifest. You can't just dream and write down. You have to execute. You have to put action That's behind it. Yeah, yeah, you have to. You have to say, okay, these are the goals. Then I'm going to write down small goals in between those bigger goals that I know that I can attain 
to give me the energy that and moment, encouragement to yeah. reach the bigger goal, right? Small wins matter. Yeah, for sure. small wins are the most important. They're bigger. They're bigger than the bigger goals in my eyes. Mm, another bucket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> another bucket. Really. Yeah. So yeah, um, execution is is real. Um, that's my middle name. I'm the Stop. executioner. I love it. Okay. Love to work. okay, okay. <laughs> so explain to the viewers and the listeners, how do you execute if you start out in business? Mm. What's some tips you would give somebody to execute? Read and research. Get off social media. Stop, stay off these, uh, you know, what would you call those reality TV shows? Read and research. Like, find out what it takes to get to that goal. If my goal is to get into a nice, beautiful salon suite, well, do your research. How much does it cost? What is it going to take? How much you know, um, renovations am I gonna have to do? How much your equipment? Write everything down and then say, okay, I see it in black and white. Now, how many clients do I have to do to get to this goal? And what price point? And then set that goal. Then go even further Then now I have to market. Market, some people, hey, I'm doing a special. You know, I got, you know, a sewing special for a hundred dollars. Come on, let's rock out. Right. Now, I know I could do, I could do 20 people in a week and that's Two, two bands, yeah. and now I'm looking like, oh, I can get my suite. Now I can put up for the first couple months, I can get my salon chair, my stuff, all the goods. So just like I said, just making sure that you read and you research, and then once you do that, then you actually physically do the things that is required to get to that. So point. what do you think is required from a woman? Because we speaking to women and yeah. men and some men, but because you're a strong black female. So what do you I don't like or that even, I was gonna say, even if you don't want to use that term, yeah, you are a, a woman I, in business. We're going to get onto that subject yeah. next about being a strong black woman. Okay. But what does it, what does execution mean? Like, what does it entail? Well, like I said, I mean, just getting up and physically doing it, whether it may be calling around to find out what, you know, salon suites, you know, offer whatever they offer in your price range, physically getting up and driving, um, you know, self, Care, ladies. Uh, you know what? I'm and I'm gonna be just put it out there. I'm 33. I don't care. I'm gonna put my age out. But it took me up until this point to understand the importance of self care. That is first. What is so? What does that look like? So self care. Waking up. You know, putting on um, some um, sounds that are you know help attract money and chakra. You know, mm -hmm. aligning okay. music mm -hmm. and and doing your facials every morning, doing a routine, taking a, you know, a weekly bath, like if you want to bathe, you know, putting on your smell goods and your, your, um, you know, your pheromone yeah, <laughs> type yeah. oils and, you know, brushing your teeth, the roof of your mouth, so get that roof. There you go. You know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen. Listen. Tongue, to the back, back, you know what I'm saying? Get all that. And, you know, and just, you know, taking care of yourself. If, you, if you're looking at your nails, why don't you my nails? Get your nails and get your toes done. Like, Take the time to love on you. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know, I'm beautiful. I'm I'm powerful. I'm happy. I'm worthy. You know, saying those things every day. Reading Proverbs 31. Sometimes I'll do the Bible app and I just put on Proverbs 31 and I let it play out. I love that. I do Yeah, right? I let it play out that. while I'm getting ready. And that first kind of makes you feel fresh. Makes you feel makes you feel like I can go conquer the world. And that's what I want my women to do first is make sure you take care of yourself. Because you're not happy, if you're not taken care of, then you cannot pour out of an empty cup. So fill your cup up first every morning, do it every morning, don't you skip a beat. If you have to get up an extra hour early, do so. Right. Do so, yeah. Okay, let's touch back on this topic, the strong black woman. What <laughs> you don't like about that? Well, I'm gonna tell you where my struggles have been. Now, yes, I am a powerhouse and I, I, I pride myself on that, however, being a strong black woman has a stigma of, I'm a single black woman as well. And it's harder to find a good 
successful man that's in an alignment with me because I have that strong black boss woman title. And I'm like, no, I'm dainty. I'm sensitive. I'm kind. I'm submissive. I'm all of those things in the presence of a royal king, in the presence of a man. He doesn't have to necessarily be the richest man, but he has to have, he has to be a man of execution. Baby, I ain't got it all. You have the smarts. I got the tools, what you need me to do, you know? And it's just balance. So yeah, I don't like the strong black woman title. You know, I, I am a black woman. And yes, I do have strengths, but I also have weaknesses as well. Okay. And well. I like to highlight those because I want my men to feel like they're in the presence of a woman. And also too, just, you know, I am taking femininity <laughs> etiquette classes, y'all, because I'm a noogle. There you like, go. I like, like deep down, I like sports. I like cars. Yeah. I like to look at women's booties too. Like I'm a man at heart and it's so hard. Like I be trying so hard to be soft and yeah. feminine. Like, oh, I need help. Damn, so in the stress. I be like, man, nigga, I got it. <laughs> you know, pick them chairs up, take that table and move it, slide it to the yeah. left. Like yeah. I'm her and I, I'm, most men do not like that. And I had to learn, I thought it was intriguing because oh yeah, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She can she my homeboy, homegirl, da, 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 da. No, like I, so I'm learning to be softer and I'm taking a class or a few classes to learn to be soft and pretty and you know I'm already cute but you know, <laughs> just you know so give the women some of the classes that they can take well I haven't taken it yet but I will say this though ladies when you're in the presence of a man and he's a good man allow him to be like let's say and I made this mistake before let's say that there's something that he's doing and you know you can help let him do it first and let him ask you, babe, can you help me with this? Babe, you know what's on the back? Babe, don't just be like, oh, I can help. I want him to see, I want him to see that I'm just this top girl and I can do everything. I can be everything and I'm gonna just go ahead and do no, allow him to do. Um, I had a young an older lady tell me, she was like, You ever seen the movie Ray? And I was like, Yeah, she said, I first was, you know, kind of feeling some type of way when she was just letting him fall and letting him and she and she said now I had to realize towards the end of the movie, like, no, she had to allow Ray to be so he can learn, he can grow and develop in his disabilities, right? And that's what we have to allow our men to do. Let them grow, let them fall on their face, but still be there. Right. If they need you, like, hey, and don't don't be a I told you so woman. No. Ooh, that's a ball. <laughs> don't be that's I told you so woman. <laughs> Just be like, babe, you fell. And then your back of your mind, you knew he was going to do it. Just be like, okay, well, I got you, babe. Look, here's whatever you need, you know? Um, be, take accountability. I hear that a lot from men is taking accountability. And I'm learning. Like, I soften up when a man say, I don't like them to do this. And even though in my mind, initially, it's like, I ain't doing nothing. I stop. I sit still. And then I pray. Like, God, reveal to me. If it's something that I'm not seeing, reveal it to me. Because I don't want him to feel less than. Right. And then it's like, aha, light bulb moment. And... You know, I take account accountability for my actions as a woman, so that way I'm not threatening or de or demeaning or demasculating our men. Okay, that's huge for you. That's one of your problems. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I love our black kings, and that's why I don't understand why we don't have. We got Women's History Month, but where's Men's History Month? Ooh. You know, <laughs> like, let me tell you something about the reason why I named this building the Eleven. One, one, duality, masculine, feminine, divine, feminine, divine, masculine. It cannot work. It has to be balanced. The scales have to be balanced. And I cannot survive without my black man. I cannot. I look around Can't in my survive space. survive without y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot survive. I look around 
And, I, and I'm like, everything I've done in this building, there's a black man that's been there right behind my back doing it for me or helping me along the way. So I honor and I cherish a black man. No matter where you are in life, you could be a man that works at Home Depot. I honor and cherish you. You could be the right Ray that work at T-Mobile. Right. I honor <laughs> and I cherish you. You have a job. You have a J-O-B. Facts. You there know? we go. There we go. So, you know, you can even be the executive. It doesn't matter, you know? Yeah. I heard you speak a lot about the single mom. Yeah. So how is that in business? Hmm. That, that's been one of my struggles as well. Like trying to balance out being the best at everything, being the best mom. Um, and I have a 13. So yeah. I'm trying to adjust like, okay, now she's becoming from little girl to young lady, you know, so she's watching my every move and then making sure that I'm executing properly in my business. Um, and then trying to find, you know, being the dating life. It's like, I got yeah. three different things at once going yeah. on and I'm trying to balance it out. It's a struggle. But like I said, I'm taking classes, I'm reading books, um, I'm, you know, watching documentaries. I'm doing everything that I can to make sure that I'm giving a healthy balance and I'm giving, you know, just enough time and effort um, into each category. So you're doing the work. Yeah. That's, that's what people definitely need to do is the work. Like yeah. don't expect the results without putting the work exactly. in. Exactly, exactly, absolutely. Yeah, you can't you can't get anything. And if there's, like I said, if there's no execution, you're not getting anything at all. This video is sponsored by Black Excellent Cosmetics. This is our new product, Beard Goals. We getting reviews in real time. We got Nisi here, she's gonna give us a review. Hold on before you give us a review. What does Black Excellence mean to you? Black Excellence, it means people of color stepping up to the limelight and, and really fully flourishing in their own rights. That's Black Excellence, I mean just poise uh you know uh, proper and just man just that that chocolate that all types of chocolate the milk the dark <laughs> the special go. all that just just exuding you know what 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 i like to call um just just all around just well-rounded beautifulness so yeah black excellence that's what it means to me first of all do you like men with beards oh I'm a sucker. <laughs> well, uh, look, I said, I don't want a BBL. Give me a BBB. Okay. Black, bald, and bearded, okay? Yeah, there we go, there we go, there we go. That's it. what I want. Come on, Rick Ross. I love it, okay, <laughs> love it. okay. Love it. So, okay, so now I want to look and see what y'all got because, oh my God. All right, so first it looks like we have, well, I'm gonna start off with the shampoo because, you know, that's the first line of order. So the beard bath, this is a beard wash and it's all natural and organic. Look at this, it's called Beard Goals. I like the bottles too. Okay, all right, let me smell it a little bit, see what it's, what it's hitting on. Mm. Oh my God. See, y'all gonna fuck around. <laughs> okay, and then we have the conditioner, which brings back the pH balance of the hair cuticle, which is perfect. Um, yeah, yeah, I know I'm a hair scientist. Um, yeah, let me see what this smelled like. Let me see. Oh man, this is amazing. It has like that vanilla, nutty, like masculine scent. It's so, mm, I love a strong masculine man. It just uh, gets me going. And then we have here, what is this? Y'all beard oil? Yeah. Beard food. <laughs> that is so cute. Be. Uh, I see you use the beard food, don't you? Definitely. Cause your beard is just glistening, baby. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay, let me smell this. You gotta feed the beard. Oh, and then look at the consistency. Right. Ah, this is genius, you guys. Thank you. Yeah, I love it. 
smells good black excellence cosmetics yeah i love it i love my black kings i love when y'all step up to the plate and do y'all delicious <laughs> mm. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so y'all go to blackexcellence.us and grab that, that in that order. She told y'all what it do. So it do that. Let's go. When it comes to children, when it comes to marriage, like I'm that girl that likes to make sure like I don't play that mess. Yeah, I don't play that. You sitting in my chair and you talking about baby mama, baby daddy drama. I'm on your ass, chick. Right. Let that man see his baby. Quit playing. Get out your emotions. There you go. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I'm over that. I hope y'all record. <laughs> I'm over it. Okay. I'm so over it. Like women taking advantage and using children because they're emotionally upset by the man. Okay, move forward. You have a child that's watching you. Like literally, if you look at, and I'm just going to put myself out there. My child's father, me and him, we're talking about getting back together. And we were married. And the girl that he was with knew we was married, whether she liked to say it or not, but she deliberately got pregnant with twins with wow. him. So we couldn't move forward. But guess what? Me and her are like this. That's wow. my dog. We've never had a fight. It's so funny, at my daughter's birthday party, she brought the kids over. She has a set of twins and another little boy. And she brought the kids. The kids love me like they call, they used to call me mom. They love me. And she brought the kids so that, you know, our sibling, their siblings can enjoy themselves. And me and her taking shots and we laughing. Yeah. And people are looking around like, right, crazy, right. you cool with your baby, <laughs> your baby daddy, baby mama? Yeah, that's my dog. Look, I could call her, but like, let me take what your baby daddy did. Right. You know what uh -huh. I'm saying? Like, it's about the village. Yeah. It's about taking your emotions out of the equation, taking your feelings out of the equation so that your children can be raised properly. My daughter has never seen me and her father fight, never seen me and the, the new girl fight ever because I honor her. My daughter will come home after being over at their house, hair done, nails painted, happy. I have no issue. We have to stop that, ladies. Stop it, please. Even if he says, I'm gonna go pick up my child and he doesn't. Okay, things happen. Things happen with you, things happen with me. Right. At the end of the day, all right, bro, it's cool. I'm gonna go ask my mom if she can watch her. If he calls you, hey, can I get my baby? Give your baby up. Yeah. Let your child experience their faja. Yeah. yeah. Okay, God damn. I couldn't have said it better. <laughs> I, I lost a lot of clientele by that way. Because they'll sit my chair, girl, my baby daddy said he was going to give me $100 and he didn't. He can't see his baby now. I said, so your child's going to remember that money right. 10 years ago, 10 years later? Your child's going to remember that $100 that your baby dad gave you? And they would look at me like, I'm just trying to figure out. Stop that. Enough is enough. Now, if you're, if that father is the type of guy that will put your child in danger, I get it. But please use your real discernment. Don't just make up stuff out of because you're emotionally attached or detached or you're upset. If you know that man is not going to harm your child, let that baby see his daddy. Whether it's money involved, forget that. Step your game up, woman. So you don't believe in child's No. Mm. I'm putting my man in the system. What's wrong with y'all? Mm. No. I'm sick of it. I'm sorry. I had to go in. I'm sick of it. Stop that mess. Facts. Stop it. Hey, let me tell you something. If you if you play your cards right, you get more. Facts. When you allow the system to get involved in your civil and your personal affairs, mind you, there's two different types of law. There's private and there's public. Private tort law is a part of private. Private law means civil, like family. Work it out. Ladies, get counseling, get therapy. When you separate from your baby, your baby's father, get therapy. 
learn how to co-parent. I'm gonna tell you what helped me, which I already kind of had this in my spirit, but when I had to get a divorce, we had to, it was mandatory for us to get co-parenting classes, mandatory by the court. And they tell you how to operate properly. You have to understand that your actions are affecting your child. Whether your child is reacting or not, when your child is acting up in school or their grades are low, guess what? You may not think it's because you giving your baby daddy help, but it is. Yeah. Tighten up. Tighten up. Well. Yeah, we didn't we didn't have to say it. She said it. We just mm -hmm. you know, but hey, I ain't, I ain't gonna say though. nothing else. I think yeah. all of us black men, we have been through like yeah. certain things like that. So that yeah. definitely hit home for me. And yeah. we love our black women. We really do. Absolutely. And I think sometimes it just it's generational curses and generational like trauma that's passed down yeah. and people don't understand like that's why they treat their man a certain way because that's how they grew up mm -hmm. so like you were saying just about the kid not really you're not thinking that it's affecting the child but it really is because that's how they're gonna act moving forward yeah and it's it's unfortunate you know yeah, i, I hate that that's us you know our people that have to deal with so many other things but that being the root of it's really destroying black families. It's tearing it black families it up. Co-parent if you can. Co-parent. Yeah. Co-parent, ladies, move forward, heal, and understand that if we didn't work out in the relationship, that's okay. And, and fellas, move forward as well. Come on. Don't try to, you know, make sure the baby mama get, ain't talking to nobody and right. can't be happy. Like, let her go. Let her enjoy her yeah. rest of her life. Make sure that she has everything that she needs based off of whatever you can provide. Yeah. But don't try to hold her and, and you know, not allow her to grow as a person. Yeah. You want her to be the best version of herself for your child as well. And ladies, meet the men halfway. Stop it. Don't try to make it even harder just because. Yeah. Meet them halfway. Okay. Ooh, I love that. Meet them halfway. Come on now. This is for your child, not for you. You cannot sit up here and say you're a good mother if you don't allow your child to experience their biological fathers. I understand. I get it. And then to choose wisely. And if you chose wrong, then hey, yeah. you, you chose <laughs> him. When you say meet him halfway, yeah. what does yeah. that mean? So let's that. say um, it's your time for your child to get your child to go with their dad. And he calls you and says, hey, man, I said I was going to come and pick him up from the house, but I'm stuck. I got some things to do. Can you meet me at Centennial Park? I ain't doing all that. No. You know what? I got you. I'll meet you there. Can you give me like an hour or so? Yeah, we can do that. Compromise. Compromise. Love it. Compromise, that's real. Yeah, I'm getting on y'all, I'm on y'all tail. <laughs> Compromise is real. I'm on y'all tail. Yeah. And like I said, it's not just a woman or man thing, it is everybody. Everybody needs to look internally, men and women. And I had this conversation with somebody about like men are complaining about women taking accountability and and uh, this and that and the third and men not stepping up to the plate. We all need to look at ourselves individually. Get yourself together and the dating pool won't be so bad. There you go. Look internally, get therapy. Stop with those, oh, I don't need, I don't need nobody who don't know me to tell me, man, stop it. Stop it. Couch, sit down on that couch. Sit on that couch <laughs> and find somebody that you feel yeah. like would help. Like yeah. if you're a black man and you feel like I need a black woman, go get a black woman. If you need a black man, get a black man. If you're like, nah, I don't want nobody black. I want somebody, whatever it may be, but get therapy. We are the only culture that I know that does not do that. Well, I, I think all three of us are strong believers in therapy. Absolutely. So. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Being, I'm, I'm, I'm an advocate. I still go to therapy. I've been yeah. in therapy for two years and there I love go. it. We went for a year straight in our couples yes. therapy and it was amazing. It My changed. girl, Steli Hapel. Yes, we changed our whole <laughs> life just based yeah. on having tools. Yeah. If you don't have tools, how can you win? Like you, you don't know what to do. You're literally just guessing at success. Right. It's not going to happen. Right. So, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, we talked about it last time when you was like, the, the most successful thing you can do is have a successful, successful relationship. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. 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 Opposite sex, they, you know, you got two different ways. A man ways and a think. woman, is, they come from God. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you think about gender roles? Hmm. Don't like them. Throw them out the window. Okay. My, my perspective, get it done. Get her done. <laughs> if my man is busy helping me wash the dishes and I see trash, I'm gonna pick up the trash. If he's cooking, I'm gonna go bathe the kids. If he's bathing the kids, I'm gonna go cook. It doesn't matter, you guys. It's a team effort. Like, do what works for your individual family. What may work for you may not work for the next. I am so irritated and I'm tired of all these podcasters talking about men should do this, women should do this. It doesn't matter. Do what works. So I got a question. Yeah. This is a big hot topic. Do you think it's a difference between a man and a woman? A difference? Absolutely. It's a major difference. What's the difference? <laughs> God created men first. That's why y'all need to lead. Mm. Lead. Please lead. Mm. And then two, he created a second, right? Okay. So he created something perfect. When you create something first and you're like, I'm about to create something else. It's like, okay, everything I didn't put in this one, I'm gonna put in this one. So he's given us a divine uh, gift of discernment that's heightened. Y'all have it, but we have it a little more heightened. And he's given us a womb. That's what we call it. Yeah. 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 There's a major difference. You can difference. feel everything. Like, we literally. can feel everything, man. I'm telling you, my discernment's on a million. And ladies, another piece of advice, pray for discernment. Pray for the strengthening of your discernment every single day because that's key. But yeah, there's a major difference. But that's perfect though. We're supposed to be different. We're supposed to fill in where you guys lack and vice versa. So yeah, I believe no gender roles, get it done. You know, however you feel, if, if gender roles work in your family, then let it work. But don't put everybody into one category that everybody, no, you can't do that. Can't do that. Yeah. Everybody's situation is different. Yeah. Well, not even just financially, but just yeah. some women can't cook. That's cool. That's but they cool. man might be able to throw down. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. But they might be able to do all the other stuff or do certain right. things. Or some women like the garden. So they might be out there mowing the lawn and clean, you know. Exactly. Do. It's cool. It's about partnership and yeah. what's going to work for your family, like you said. Yeah. Putting no tags or titles mm -hmm. on certain things because that's when stuff starts getting real sticky. Yeah. Because if a person doesn't do what they are supposed to do, now they're less than. Exactly. And that's not and fair. And you're ruining the relationship. And like I said, stop categorizing you guys. Stop generalizing people. There's 7.4 billion people on this planet. How can you, you haven't interviewed every single man. Gosh. You haven't interviewed every single woman. Gosh. You do not know, so stop it. I, I want that to end. I want people to just be like, listen, this is what I desire. Yeah. And then somebody out there can see, oh, I like that too. I desire that as well. Yeah. It's okay. That's it. Okay. It's really that simple. It's that simple. Yeah. We make it complicated. Let's make it hard as hell. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. 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 So. Make it complicated. Okay. So yeah. we about to go into this elephant in the room. The okay. Eleven. Okay. You know, eleven you got space. Event space. You yep. got the sweets. Yep. You got your product. Yep. So tell us, how did you get started? <laughs> Well, another interesting story. It's always something with my little ass. But um, my first building was Cheshire Bridge, my first salon suite building. Um, and it was Salon Ramsey. And honor you, my king. Thank you so very much. You helped me get to this point. Um, I have to give him his props because people don't. He helped a lot of people. He did. And people don't I mean, like a to. a lot of people. I he's helped so it. many. And people like to look at the bad and I look at the good and what he's done. But I honor you. And I'm telling you, I honor you. So I was in his building. I had my own suite. This is from me losing my last shop. And I put a lot of money into my suite and the city was coming to shut it down. They're like, listen, he ain't got his license, da, da, da. Things were happening, things happen in business. It's, sure just, do. it's what it is. Say that again. 
things happen in business. <laughs> okay. You know, it, is. it just is what yeah. it is. So I asked him, I said, listen, I think I can do it. I think I can take over and I want to. And he was like, hey, have at it, queen. Yeah. And he passed it all over to me. So the landlord, I signed everything over and the building became mine. I had seven suites. It was a 2,000 square, 2,200 square foot uh, building. And um, I started there and it was great. Now, I got to the point where I was ready to purchase. The landlord found out I was a black woman, wasn't going for it. So I'm like, I have all these tenants, where am I gonna go? Um, I did my research, I found this current building, 451 Bishop Street, and I thought it was empty. I didn't know it came with suites. I didn't know it came with apartments. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have to build out. I ain't got no money, right. but I'll figure it out. My credit's good, you know, I'll figure it out. Got in here and I walked in this building and I saw 12 different individual rooms in this space. I, <laughs> I was like, oh. Did you purchase this building? I did not yet. Yeah. I not yet. I like it yet. Not yet, right. Because we have, I've had preliminary discussions and he, you know, but um, I am on a lease. So um, I got in and my real estate agent was like, girl, this is perfect. I walked to the back and I saw a bar and I saw this area and I was like, event space, bar and lounge, like, dang, it's an all-in-one. I've always had, before I had any building, God has given me a dream in 2015 about a mixed-use development. So I always visioned black businesses under one roof in Love different it. categories. So I could be one person to walk in and get something from every everybody. Different, yeah. I could patronize every business. Cause that's essentially what we do. Like as a service provider in the yes. hair industry, we have one of everybody in it. Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. And so I'm like, okay, this is going to be a simulation for what I can visualize on a 600,000 square foot scale. Ooh, oh. So I'm, Put, putting things together, my, my, my wheels are turning. And yeah, so it went from that. I renovated the space. It didn't look like this. Okay, it looks amazing. Yeah. Thank you Thank so you. very yes. much. I, I appreciate that. I'm so, I'm such a perfectionist. I'm like, no, that needs to be done. That no. needs to be done. So let's <laughs> get into the meat and potatoes. Yeah. So when you're going into an event space, how much does it cost when you came in? Um, like as far as like how much I pay or how much do all I charge people? <laughs> no, yeah, all of it. Like how much does it cost? You came in and renovated, so how much would a renovation? So I cost? put about a good hundred grand into renovation of mm. the entire space. So I have, like I said, I have twelve um, co-creative working spaces. It does consist of barbers, tattoo artists, podcast rooms, um, tattoo shops. Like I said, um, hair, nails, makeup, uh, estheticians. It's all in one. And then towards the back is the event space. Um, I put a lot of money into this. Okay, um, so would you do you think a hundred grand is a lot in business? Because we have a lot of people send us emails about is a hundred grand a lot. So no, mm -mm, not for this size. This size is an eight thousand square foot space. So this is about typical um, for uh, what you're looking for. But I mean, people can start off smaller. They can do something smaller and you know maybe less. So right? even let's say five hundred thousand. Do you think that's a lot when you're building no. out? A, no, mm -mm. a million. When you look at depending the on the size, no. Yeah. Now that I'm into like tapping into development, no, a million ain't nothing. Nothing. Do y'all hear that? Nothing. Uh, damn it. <laughs> man, that be ate up so quick. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! No, and man, I think that's a, that's a common misconception because most people look at money as in that's what's in your bank account. But when you're investing in something, it's like you're constantly putting into everything. It's almost like it's mm -hmm. like a child. It's like every day it needs a little bit of something. So it might yeah. be a thousand today. You got rent. It might be. Ten thousand. You got Come on, this. Speak it. <laughs> you got speak this. It. You gotta get some renovations. That might be thirteen. Water grand. heater goes like, out. 
You got to keep going, but yeah. you got to keep doing it. So yeah, yeah. the money is not the same as regular money. Yeah, so you put in a hundred grand, then what's the next step for you in 11? <laughs> my next step is to franchise and expand that's what i'm looking to do now is to just franchise this concept because when people walk in um they're like oh my god this is so dope and i have a little secret sometimes i don't tell people i'm the owner of the space <laughs> I, understand. I like to see how people maneuver with me yeah like if you don't know this is mine mm -hmm. right? and i too it's not even about a bragging right or trying to you know penis swing it's yeah. not even about that it's just i want people to really come in and feel family oriented. I want to see the or I want to see what you really think about it. And then too, it kind of helps me to know that if there's some constructive criticism, I want you to give it to me raw. Right. Like, I don't want you to oh, she's the owner. I'm going to just kind of, yeah, yeah. no, I want to hear what you really think. Got you. You know? Um, so what do you yeah. say? You, I, I'm the manager? Like I'm the, the assistant? I do hair. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right, behind the bar? Look, I be behind I'm the bartender, yeah. be like, oh, well, how much? I want you to bartend my event. And I'll be like, Baby, you don't know. I got this whole thing. I can't come over there. This can't come over there. <laughs> but you know, um, yeah, I just, I, I, like I said, I keep it humble. I keep it ten toes, and it's important right now um, to to do that and to know that you know this is possible for everybody. I wanted to be a woman that little girls can look at and say, I'm like her. Like I don't, I don't want to be where people can see celebrities as and they feel like I can never get to that point. No. I want to be. Unreachable, where it's not too, where you're in my space yeah, too, too much. Access, too much access. Yeah. But I still want to be reachable, where you feel like this feels good to me. I feel like I can accomplish the world. because I can, and I see her doing well. Yeah, I, I can come and too. talk to her, and she's gonna give me the real raw, you know. And real that's business. what I'm, that's yeah. real business. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. This is yeah. about legacy. You want to be is. able to show people generational. Like, there you go. Yeah, we're building that, and I'm so proud of my black queens and my black kings, but especially my black queens. I see a lot of beautiful women out nowadays and they're killing it. Love it and i'm so proud of you guys um and like i said it's you know a, a month for me to acknowledge my beautiful woman so i'll be acknowledging a woman every day I love right. just to let them know that i appreciate you and what you got going on so yeah let's get into the meat and potatoes a little yeah. more so when you first started and you spent the money renovating what's the next step if somebody wanted to open up an event space um, the next step for me in my perspective is making sure that it's rentable. I've heard some people say, well, take money first before it's done. Uh, don't do that. Don't do that. Let's, 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 let's do it right. Get your credit together. Get your business credit together. Get the financing. Find you a space. Um, I'm about to drop some cheese. Come on now. Let's um, go with the gym. Wait, crazy, I mean, look let me, let me, let me, let me. Go on there. <laughs> and when you look at something that says, you know, something, a dollar per square foot, whatever is per square foot, you take that, you multiply it by the square foot, you divide it by 12. That's how much your rent will be. Calculate that times four. So you know how much your, your starting cost will be. Find out, get quotes from, you know, um, you know, uh, contractors to find out how much it will cost. Me personally, I'm the queen of, of blank canvas. Keep it blank canvas so that way that people can come in and really utilize your space and do it how they want to. And it opens and it broadens your reach. You know, if you already have it done, but your walls are pink and you got a flower right, wall, you're right, only targeted right. marketing to a certain amount of people, that's and that's fine. That's but this is an event space. That's funny. You say, that's funny you say. And I promise I don't want to interrupt. No, you, but yo, come on. My fiance literally just went somewhere yesterday. She's like, "Well, you know, they had a they had a grass wall, so we already know what type of business it was." But it's exactly. that's target marketing, but yeah. sometimes it can work against you Absolutely. because you put yourself in a box. Absolutely, especially in the event space realm. Um, yeah. 
tired of Dixie. You good? But yeah. <laughs> um. So the next several order, like I said, find out how much everything is, get it done, and once it's done, you can market on Peerspace, uh, Splacer, Gigster, all Google. Get a website. So are you um, running like ads? Yes. Or how are you getting traffic? Yep, I do. I run Google ads. Um, and man, I'm really giving y'all all this. Give it up. Really? Now it's all right. Yeah, it's gonna come back. But yeah, no, um, I run Google ads. Yes, I do. How much would you um, say you spend? You don't gotta be. Um, I say about a thousand dollars on Google ads right okay. now. My Google, honestly, before I even did ads, it was flowing because I found the space that was centrally located. Um, I'm in West Midtown and I have plenty of parking. Parking is imperative. So make sure that you look for a space that has good parking. Um, and yeah, so it's just kind of any bizarre. other source of traffic like you spending money on ads. Um, so Instagram sometimes. I'll do like maybe $30 a day on Instagram. Now, where the real money is, if you really want to promote, if you're in an area where it's not too highly popular, but you know that you're somewhere where people still will need um, Instagram ads, do $100 a day. You're gonna have to spend at least at least a band, but guess what? You're gonna get it right back. You may get spend that band and your reach may be a million people in that demographic, and boom, somebody's gonna come in there and book that situation. Yeah, that, your money's back. There you go. You know? There you go. So it's like in deposit. So yeah. it's like, you know, um, have a good contract. Um, a solid contract is important, a written agreement. And packages, you guys. Package everything. Consumers love packaging. They don't want to have to a la carte. Like, okay, I want this. Because when they a la carte, you talk. may a la carte something and it'd be like, oh, that's too expensive. Yeah. But you may take the same a la carte and package it into one situation. Like, oh, that's a good price. I tell people that all the time. Like, yeah. when you go to an all-inclusive resort, you want all this stuff. But if you had to put it all together, you'd be like, yeah. hell no. But it you was there. Yeah, yeah, it was there. Yeah, that thing. Make it easy for them. Yeah. Put it into beautiful packages. Yeah. And, you know, over time, you'll learn what packages work, what don't work. You know, but like I said, it's it's all a trial and error. But yeah, I love the event space where I'm like, honestly, I'm new to it. Okay, I knew. I knew. A year. Okay, so, you're doing amazing. I, yeah, you're what have you learned in a year that you can give to the people? Your um, biggest lesson? Because a loss ain't a loss, it's a lesson. Absolutely. My biggest lesson is to make sure that your blank canvas is neat. Um, make sure it makes sense. And when you're walking into your space, think like a consumer. Mm, would you rent I, your space? Mm, would, would I walk in here and would I pay this amount for what, what I'm looking at right now? You know, that is key. Um, and that's the only nugget I can really give. That's a, that's a big bar. So <laughs> we know you do hair, so we're yes. gonna get into your product. Okay. This amazing product. Here we go, here we go. Tell the people yes. about your product. So my product line, I've been working on this for years, you guys. Um, and it's called Adrilly Organics. And um, it is handcrafted, vegan, organic line. I do hand make all of my products and I do plan on keeping it in the family. Now, I don't have any gripe with anybody who chooses to sell their products to any other company. But this company right here is gonna remain black owned. Because if somebody comes in and says, I wanna buy your company out for 10 million. If you think my company is worth more than 10 million. All right. Exactly. Well, what I did? <laughs> Come on! It's, and see, people have to understand. It's not about the money yeah. for me. Yes. Yeah. It's about uh, number one, legacy, generational wealth, and you know, having a black-owned product that carries on down the line. Now, I'm gonna say something. This is the reason why I really started tapping into it. And people don't talk about her, but I have to talk about her during this month. And it's Annie Turnbull Malone. Okay. That is, oh my gosh. People know, people are like, oh my gosh, she's an Annie Turnbull Malone yeah, fanatic. But people I don't know am. about her, but you, yes. You she makes me, me emotional oh, because this woman, she was a little petite, little cute little thing. And in the 1900s, 
she had her own hair care line called Puro. And not only did she have her Puro products, that's how she started, she also had Puro colleges and Puro agents. She employed 75,000 women across the United States. Ooh, that's crazy. In the 1900s. Yeah, we gotta give it up, we gotta give it up. Shout out to my girl Sasha, her niece, I love you baby. But she actually had a plane, a train, because she also had Puro colleges outside of the U.S. The Caribbean, um, like everywhere. She's had, she just, and she trained women not to just know how to do hair and sell products, but to be etiquette-like. Mm -hmm. She taught them how to be, how to speak, how to, yeah. how to maneuver, how to get credit, how to buy property, mm. how to be good women. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's yeah. well-rounded. Now guess what? Here's another interesting fact about Annie Malone. She was Madam C.J. Walker's mentor. That for years. That's, that's huge. That's for what, years. Yeah, that's what people don't know. We don't talk know. about her. Nope. She was truly the first cosmet cosmetology in that field, multimillionaire, self-made. Yeah. She was the first. People don't talk about her. Don't talk about her. And you want to know why? She didn't sell her products yeah. to uh, them. Okay. Now, Madam C.J. Walker did. It's did. okay. Yeah. Still a beautiful woman, folks. beautiful legacy. I honor you, Madam C.J. Walker. I honor yeah. your legacy. But, but, but Andy Malone? We're gonna talk about her now. Yeah, yeah. And that's what really got me into tapping into my own hair care products. Um, of course, by trade, I was a farm tech for many years. So chemistry is my jazz. And so I incorporated that into my uh, my product line. So yes, I do understand and know the scientific names behind everything. <laughs> yes. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of what tapped me into it. Uh, but Jolie Organics, you can find us on Instagram, Jolie Organics. Um, I'll be relaunching this summer. Um, I'm really so, excited about it. Big summer, big summer, let's go. Amazing. Big summer, let's big go. summer. And yeah, that's that's what's going on with, with my line. I love it, I love it. Thank you. All right, we about to get into this speed round. You ready? Oh, let's go. With it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Go. Oh, I gotta take a sip. There you go. Take a sip. I'm a little nervous about the speed round. It won't be too bad, unless no. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Don't let me run away. Oh. All right, with speed round, I'm ready. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. First question. Count down. We're gonna count down. Three, two, one. How much capital do you need to open a business? Fifty thousand. Okay. Yes. Uh, what is the hardest part about being a black woman in business? Be taken serious. Okay. White or black male? Dating. Black. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all. As a bartender, light liquor or dark liquor? Light. Okay. All right. Hair or you getting space? Ooh. Hair. Ooh. Oh, no, both. <laughs> 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 Why would you do that Ooh. to me? <laughs> Damn, okay. Uh, products or brick and mortar? Products. Marketing or sales? Marketing. Because marketing drives sales. Mm. Beer or Go tea. Here you are, baby. Beer me up. Go ahead and get, get that black SC There you go. Get that beer go. Beer me up. Yeah, beer. Look, beer. Okay. Beer game. We got young or old, man? Old. Okay. Yeah, I like them old. Okay. Um, Smart or ambitious? Ambitious. Because ambition would drive you to be smart. Mm, I like that. College degree, high school dropout. High school dropout. 
Why you say have to? Because high school dropouts are the ones that are making millions. Mm. There we go. All right, we're going to end with that. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the Real Business Talk TV. You was amazing. <laughs> we love it. Thank you, sir. Everywhere I've been, man, I've been up in my bag. All about my biz, executing all my plans. Connecting all the ends, yeah, I'm running to the winds. Fighting to the end, all I see is checker flags.